0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of Pandemic Parenting St- Sucks. And I am filming this or recording this or whatever you want to call it. I am recording this on Friday, December 4th in the afternoon. And there's a reason I waited till Friday for a couple things. First, we finally got it, we got our big announcement for what the school's going to do after Christmas break. And I quite frankly was very surprised with what they decided to do because much like most of the country here in Illinois, we are seeing a spike in coronavirus to the point that several counties around the county I live in, not the county I live in yet, but several counties around our county are completely full. They have one to two ICU beds available and that's it. They are turning people away. They are sending people home. The town I live in has two hospitals and one hospital is the designated COVID-19 hospital and the other one is not. So if you have like a general emergency, they're suggesting you go to the other hospital and not to the COVID-19 hospital. And if you have a COVID-19 related emergency, they're suggesting you go to that hospital. And I can kind of see the reasoning behind that trying to keep one hospital as specialized as possible. The, so the rates are really high we are seeing the rates go down but the icu hospitalization and death rates are going up it's only been a week since thanksgiving so obviously we are still on to that 14 day mark where we can see cases of hospitalization and diagnosis still going up and i'm pretty sure around christmas it's also going to go up we might be able to take thanksgiving from people because it's just thanksgiving and quite frankly half the time my family misses thanksgiving anyway by going somewhere, going on vacation, or planning for a big activity. And so I can see a lot of people being okay with missing Thanksgiving, and a lot less people being okay with missing Christmas. Again, we are pretty much isolating with my in-laws, so we're the only people to see each other, and I'd be okay with seeing them. But Christmas activities, you know, A lot of them are canceled. Some people are still trying to go see Santa. I don't feel comfortable with that. My kids wrote him letters. We mailed the letters off. I'm not okay with going in person and seeing Santa face to face. But back to the big school announcement. So we are completely remote learning until January 15th. And then on January 19th, so right after Martin Luther King Day, so it's a Tuesday. Tuesday, January 19th, we are going back to in-person one day a week A-B schedule. and But they haven't released if it's for four hours or if it's for the whole day yet. Uh, I think they'll do that closer to time. We also don't know if we're A or B. And with where my last name falls, we could fall as either A or B. It depends on the class. I'm hoping both of my kids end up on the same day. It'd be very unfortunate if they both ended up on opposite days because then I would just have exposure to everything as if they went for a full week because they, they would have all the students. Um, the... What they're going to do is they're splitting every class in half. So there'd be roughly probably 12 to 16 kids in each class. Some parents, of course, are going to stay completely virtual, which I understand. And it's a personal choice. Everybody can make it. I'm not going to guilt or shame anybody for their choices. Unlike what's going on on Facebook, everybody is fighting over this. It is getting so ugly. I'm not participating. I am just watching and lurking and reading posts and going, damn! I can't believe they went there. But so we have AB days, and the AB A day will be Tuesday, and the B day will be Thursday. Mommy, look. Um, sorry, my three-year-old is showing me how she colored markers all over her face. <laughs> Pretty. okay go talk to your sissy while mommy finishes okay Mom I TV on TV I TV Okay I will in a minute. Sorry, everybody. Um, I'm sure you turn and in, tune into this podcast for how extremely professional it is. I think I've had every child interrupt me at least once every week. Um, and it's Friday, and it's basically I don't give a fuck Friday. She has colored her entire body with blue and red marker. Thankfully, it's washable. I'll just throw her in the shower. It's fine. It's it's survival, guys. It is survival but back to the school. So A day will be Tuesday and B day will be Thursday. And again, we don't know if it's the original 4 hours they talked about or if it's for the whole 8 hours. They have not said that. Um they said they will reevaluate after Christmas break if the cases are too bad or if the health department tells them that they can't open, then they won't. There are still several school districts in our area that are going face to face every day. Um So they're going to do one day a week and every other day will be e-learning whatever day they're not in. So if they are an A on Thursday for the B days, they will just do independent work. Teachers will just have assignments there. So it's not a lot of extra work on the teacher's part. It is still extra work, but not insane amounts of it. And then in the middle of February... And they release tentative dates, but nothing in set in stone. They will go to four days a week. So they'll go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Wednesday will be used for cleaning. They would go four days a week, no A-B schedule, but they would be half days. So they'd be four hours a day. So four days a week, four hours a day. And K through two will go first. And then 10 days later, three through six would go four days a week. So they'll start out K through second, and then three through sixth. After that, to four days a week, and then depending on levels and stuff, they'll slowly inch it up to full days, and then to five days a week by the end of the school year, possibly. But they haven't went that far. They're just slow rolling everything out right now. And again, this is all subject to change. So I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I'm trying not to get my kids' hopes up that they might go back to school. People on Facebook are losing their goddamn minds. I don't know how many of you guys have Facebook. I'm assuming from my demographic analysis that a grand majority of you have Facebook because you all seem to be around my age. And when the school announced it on the school's Facebook page, granted we are a larger school district. We have close to 30,000 students in our school district but there within 20 minutes there was over 500 comments a grand majority of them were like you know your kids don't need to go back to school if you choose to send your kids back to school you're just lazy and you don't want to teach them on one end and then the other end is why go one day it's not worth it we should go the full four days or do what the other school districts in our area and just go back to normal essentially and have the kids just wear masks so it, it was a huge range. I will say my kids will be going back to school. Um, I've been guilted about it. Both of my kids that are in school have IEPs. And because of pandemic emergency rules, they have been not been getting the minutes or the help that they need with their IEPs. They're going from 10 to 20 minutes a day per the IEP rules uh-huh. to 10 minutes a week. So there is a huge drastic change. None of it is one on one and most got of it game. most of it is um over well, all of it is over Zoom, but most of it is with other students. I am lucky that both of my kids have the same exact service, so uh-huh. when they do multiple kids together, it's my two together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, um, unfortunately for that, they're just not getting their needs met with their IEPs and I just had their IEP meetings this month and the IEP meetings said, you know, they're backtracking, they're not improving. So, with that being said, my kids are going back to school. My kids are going to go, I wish I could send my three-year-old back to school, but they're not running three-year-old preschool right now. They're only running 4-year-old preschool and because they're prepping them for kindergarten, the 3-year-old preschools they'll just figure they'll get next year. But the my two older kids Mommy. Mommy. Hey, Mommy's doing something. Want to go play in Sissy's room? Yeah, I want to play. My- huh? You got to sacrifice a child every once in a while. Um so the, my two older kids will be going back to school. They'll be going A or B days. And again, I don't know because of where our last name falls. They can either be A or they could be B. i I'm just hoping they're both on the same days. If they're not on the same days, that could be very interesting. It'll be interesting because I know for sure that if they are on B days, the family we normally carpool with because I work first thing in the morning teaching my classes I know the family I carpool with are going to be A's for where their last name falls. So that could be a little tricky. We might have to do some juggling on how to get the kids to school. And they are not running buses. They are just uh, having parents drop off as of right now. Maybe they'll change their mind and run buses later on. So I'm just picturing drop off being a nightmare because we can't drop our kids off and have them all flood the door at once, which is what they normally do. We drop them off and they sprint to the door, and um, all at once, crowding in. They're probably not going to get that because the they have to go in one at a time, get their temperature taken. We can't leave until after they've had their temperature taken. We have to symptom track them in the morning on the computer and enter it in before school. They, of course, will have to wear masks. And a lot of the fine details aren't hammered out yet. Again, I'm still worried they're going to change their mind like January 17th, like right before and say, oh, we can't do this. So that's what I'm worried about. And I don't want to get my kids hopes up because I'm worried people are going to be really stupid over Christmas and we're going to have a spike and it's going to be just all for not getting excited. But it does mean I need to make more masks for them over break because they're going to have to keep two masks at school. And if they go a full day for a per their full day thing, they will have to have a morning mask and an afternoon mask. They can only wear the same mask for four hours. So they're going to have to have multiple masks. I'm thinking up to five masks at school with them a day. And I'll have to make more masks then. I'm going to make holders for their masks that hang around their necks so they don't have to lay them down on dirty surfaces when they're, you know, eating. So all of that, I'm thinking logistics, logistics, logistics. And this coming, this is an incredibly busy week for me. This week and next week, my classes end their normal semester on Sunday and finals week starts on Monday. So I'm closing out my... All seven of my classes are being closed out on Sunday night. I am giving finals and then I'm grading all the finals and I'm turning all the grades in by next Thursday. So there's a very quick turnaround. I am trying to grade everything as it comes in so I don't get flooded on Sunday because Sunday is also my 10 year old's birthday. My 10 year old turns 11 on Sunday and for some reason 11 seems so much older than 10. I don't know why it just seems so much older and it's like he's essentially 11 now but just adding the label of being 11 makes him seem so much older if that makes sense and maybe it's just he seems so much older because I have a three-year-old so from three to 11 just seems like this huge gap where Three to ten doesn't seem that bad. I don't know. And then after he turns 11, then my seven-year-old will turn eight in a couple weeks. And then we'll have Christmas. And so everything's rushing up. My husband's university does not end until a week after mine. So he technically still has two weeks left. And it's kind of nice that my finals week doesn't fall the same as his finals week, even though he's not an instructor The, because of where, what he works at and what his job title is, it's, the semester timing is really important to him. But because we both work at colleges and universities, I am done the, uh, I want to say the 12th. I'm done December 12th and he is done December 8th. He does not have to go to back till January 4th and I don't have to go back till January 14th. So that's, I guess that's the difference between being an essential employee and an instructor. I get a lot longer break, but I also don't get a health insurance because I'm not full time. So, uh, he wins there in the job area, but the, it's, it's all coming to an end and Sunday is a big thing. Tomorrow I have to make a birthday brownie because my son requested a brownie instead of a cake, which is great because we are not huge cake people anyway and we're more brownie people than cake people. And um, so I get to do that tomorrow. We have to clean his room. We always make sure that you have a super clean room before your birthday for any presents coming in to make room for it. And it's also nice because both of my older kids are born in December. So the super clean going through like all the boxes and drawers and everything room kind of goes over into Christmas then. And it double dips that way so we know like, hey, you know, your room's clean for Christmas then and you can get more toys. And speaking of Christmas, I can't say what I'm doing about it because my 10-year-old soon to be 11-year-old is a dedicated listener to this podcast. And but I am nowhere near being done shopping because, again, my two oldest birthdays are before Christmas. So I make sure to get the Christmas stuff first, then the birthday stuff. I also still have two believers in my household. My oldest one is not, but he—I've he, threatened his life. He doesn't. He's not going to run this for any child. And my two believers are very into this. They're very excited. I need to make it the best I can possibly can. Um. The you know they are kind. All of them are kind of down or depressed. Every time I ask them, you know, let's make a list. We got to send a letter to Santa. What do you want for Christmas? There's not a lot going on there. They're not giving me that much in which I think is making even difficult, more difficult. And in previous years, I've given gifts to activities. We've done things on their birthdays instead of presents. We've gone to the Dells. We've gone to other water parks. I've given, you know, memberships to children's museums i've given memberships to water parks uh we usually do like one big membership type thing to like six flags and we can't do it this year because we're not sure we don't want to waste money on a membership that we may not get to use Uh, granted we still technically have a membership to our local water park for next year because it it rolled over this year's membership, because they never opened, rolled over to next year. So, I we technically still have a membership for next year. Uh, but I'm hopeful with a vaccine happening that more things will be open. But I don't want to promise anything and have to take it away. I'd rather undersell than overpromise. And the... I mean, my seven-year-old, bless her heart, came up to me and she's like, do you know what I want you to do? I want you to wake me up in the middle of the night and put me in the van. And that's how they know vacation. I don't know how many of you guys out there with parents or parents and have small children, but we would always drive in the middle of the night. We would wake them up between midnight and two and just take off and drive while they slept in the van. And she wanted that. She wanted me to wake her up in the middle of the night to put her in the van to go on vacation. And she's my car sick kid. She's my kid that doesn't want to go in the van. She's my kid that I have to give children's Dramamine to and essentially drug her up the entire trip because she barfs everywhere. And she wanted me to put her in the van and go somewhere. And I guess I didn't realize how much my children noticed this. Like we maybe did one big trip a year. Maybe. It's more like one big trip every two years, if that. But We did a lot of little trips. Uh, And when I say little trips, I say within four hours, usually over a weekend. We did a lot of those around the area and she's really missing it. And I didn't realize that. And honestly, my three-year-old doesn't really know what that is because she was just too young to remember doing the little trips or even the one big trip we took with her when she was very tiny. She's, of course, not going to remember that. So she's missing that. And that's kind of leaving me in a bit of a lurch for presents. I'm very limited presents wise just because my kids have so much stuff already. I know this is such a first world problem. My kids already have everything they want. What do I give them? Um, My husband and I, we don't buy presents for each other. We'll usually buy one present for the family or one present we think we'll use Usually it's electronic. Last year was our really nice digital camera we, brought, we bought for ourselves. My mother-in-law, bless her heart, got me an air fryer. I don't know if anybody's on the fence on the whole air fryer thing. They are on par. Like, I love my air fryer. I use it multiple times a week. Um, It makes fries like a beast. I've cooked other things in it. I've cooked... um. Like hash, I've cooked spam and bacon, all of that. I, I hands down, love my air fryer. If you're on the fence about an air fryer, get the air fryer. I may get an Instant Pot or ask for an Instant Pot for Christmas this year, but honestly, pressure cookers scare the crap out of me. There was an incident when I was younger where a family friend blew a decent-sized chunk in the wall of their kitchen from and pressure cooker granted this was the old school steel drum pressure cooker not anything digital not anything like that and they left a nice little hole in the ceiling of their kitchen from their pressure cooker so that kind of terrifies me but i'm also don't know what else to ask for again first world problems i guess i mean i'd love to have a nanny or a maid or a babysitter but again, none of that's happening until COVID's over. We're limiting points of contact. The I know shopping has gotten absolutely insane. Just grocery shopping. Just shopping at all. Anywhere. Not just Christmas shopping has gotten so crazy. And nobody's adhering to social distancing. No one's adhering to lines on the floor. And no one's looking at the stupid arrows on the aisle. And it's just gotten so, so crazy. And that worries me. I don't know if it's just a normal Christmas shopping, but that does worry me because it's just going to spread more. You know, what if somebody is sick? And that, that does worry me. And it makes me a little claustrophobic. I don't know if it's because I'm also wearing a mask on my face and wearing the mask makes me feel a little claustrophobic, but wearing the mask and then having so many people around and it being so noisy and so crowded it's uh, crowded it's almost overstimulating which I could understand how kids can get easily overstimulated especially in stores having to wear masks on their face and then with all the noise and everything going on and I can understand how that can be very anxiety provoking very upsetting and the I've continued to work out at the gym this week, again, wearing a mask the entire time. I'm actually getting used to working out with a mask on. The only thing that drives me nuts at all is my hot breath hitting me back in the face, making me sweat more. That's... My three-year-old's demanding apple juice. Um, I'll get you apple juice in a minute she's very cute um very unfortunate timing for me to do anything and this is kind of you know how unprofessional this is this is I've never touted this to be a professional podcast it is entitled pandemic parenting sucks for a reason this is what my life is like kids are there 24 seven. I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. Really funny bathroom story while I'm thinking of it. Okay. So we just got our cat. He's, well, he's been our cat for a little over two weeks, almost three weeks now. And he is not allowed in our bedroom because my husband's semi allergic. His eyes do, do swell up, but honestly, he's been doing very, very good with the cat so far, but he's not allowed in our bedroom. We keep our bedroom door shut. We try to keep our bathroom door shut. Well, somebody left the bathroom door open and he snuck in our bedroom. We don't know how he got in, but he fell in the toilet and bless his heart. He was pissed off and it was hilarious. And I laughed and it was probably the biggest laugh I've had in a very long time. Luckily, the toilet had been flushed and it was just water in it. But yeah, he jumped in there because he's nosy, he's a kitten, and he fell in the toilet. And he promptly got out of the toilet, very upset with everybody. He looked at me like I did it to him when he did it to him. But that was the funny thing then. That was a funny thing that day. I, th- I, again, had not laughed that much in a long time. My husband was not in the My husband was not in the room and he picked the cat up when the cat ran in the hallway and he's like, why is he wet? I was like, he was in the toilet and he's like, oh God. And he dropped him. He was, he's like, why didn't you tell me he was in the toilet? So my cat was in the toilet and that was hilarious. He's just so nosy. And this is my first experience with an indoor cat. I've had experience with outdoor cats, but this is my first experience with indoor cats Are they all noisy nosy? Are they all constantly following you? If I go anywhere in the house, he's there. If I'm eating anything, his head is in the food bowl. He's constantly there. He's constantly doing stuff. And if I'm sitting down, he's sitting on me. He's licking my face. Um, I don't know. Is this a normal thing? Is this a normal thing for cats? It seems so much more dog-like. That being said, I did order collars for him. I did order a walking harness for him. So we're going to try to harness him, see if we can get him used to it so we can take him outside in the summer when it's nice out. He does look out our siding glass door all the time and gets very excited when he sees squirrels and stuff. He's also incredibly vocal. Like he's talking all the time. And meowing at us and participating. And I don't know if he's vocal because my house is just insane. And everyone is vocal. My kids talk all the as As though those of you that have known, if you've made it through this podcast, my kids talk all the time. My house is very loud. And this cat is meowing consistently and chirping and purring and doing all that stuff. So he's doing good. He's adjusting Sands' toilet incident. He's also become very curious if somebody is in the shower. So he wants to see what they're doing. Uh, He's not actually got in the shower yet, but he's peeped around the corner of the shower. And when you're not expecting something to peep around the corner of the shower, it's quite terrifying. But he's very, very curious in that aspect. He, um, but he is adjusting well. He has not bit or scratched the three-year-old. So I consider that Herculean restraint because he, she is just terrorizes him. Even if I stop her, she's still chasing him around, calling him out from under the Christmas tree, calling him out from under the couch, sneaking up on him and screaming. I mean, she's just not nice to him and he has not attacked her or retaliated or anything. So that's bonus for him and he's doing good the he's still not great about cleaning his eyes or his ears though I'm constantly having to clean his eyes or ears but again small prices I guess the let's see I think I hit everything I wanted to talk about I'm going to hardcore start Christmas shopping now that my semester is over. So when I turn my last final in, I will start going online and looking at stuff and shopping for things and getting all of that taken care of. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I find what I need. Um, I'm really trying to cut down on presents. I don't know how many of you guys are out there also trying to cut down on presents. There's There's just so much stuff in my house that I want to get rid of and I can't wait. Until my three-year-old outgrows certain toys that take up so much room, like doll houses and play kitchens and play baby nurseries and baby dolls in general. And stuffed animals take up so much room. Also, a side note, I got a stuffed animal beanbag thing on Amazon, and it's amazing. It fits so many stuffed animals, and the kids say it's comfortable to sit in. So for those parents out there with an overabundance of stuffed animals, Maybe look into the stuffed animal beanbag chair thing. It seems to have worked out really well. I didn't spend a lot on it. I think I got one for like $21, $22. Not, some of them are like $50 or whatever. I didn't spend that one. I spent the lower end one. So they work out great. The next week I will talk about having our second covid birthday party and finishing out my semester and turning everything in and getting that done and finals week probably for my husband might be mentioned next week and yeah otherwise i will see you guys next week